1: Now we go to the great man who is over in Sydney town, one of our favourite former warriors. Uh, He's got a wonderful um, clothing brand as well, Earl's Collection. If you're wearing Earl's Collection, you look the business. You look the business. But buy a skateboard as well and get a chain. Hey, Louis Brown.
0: Hey, buddy. How are you?
1: I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. How's the the textile industry treating you? The rag trade. Oh, mate.
0: Mate, it's going good, actually. Uh, Things are going well at Earl's, mate, and... uh Enjoying it, enjoying it it's, it's it's definitely a, a big change from um, you know, shaking up regular lead boots and getting the A C pads on. But um, yeah, enjoying it mate. It's it's a different challenge in life and it's always been a hobby of mine and you know, for me to be able to live one dream, you know, playing NRL and you know, playing playing just under two hundred games and then obviously playing for my country. Um, you know, for me it was about, you know, trying to trying to prove to myself that I'm just more than just an athlete and um just really enjoying it, just enjoying the challenge and just really enjoying it, mate. It's, just, it's, it's, it's a lot different to rugby league, but it's, um, it's something I'm really, 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 really passionate about.
1: Love to hear it, mate. I love to hear it because a lot of players, when they finish, they can't find their next passion, can they? And um, oh, we've been I'll talking be, a yeah, lot I'll about be, that.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Staff. It's, um, you know, someone that's, you know, been four years retired now, um, you know, I can, I can sort of sit back there and speak on it about, how retirement affects people, and you know probably this year is is probably the the year that it's probably sunk in the most, and it's it's quite difficult. It's um it's really challenging, and it's it's, it's kind of like a breakup with like you know a long a long term partner. Mm. Um, you know you kind of you know as a young kid I set out the goal at, at the age of a seven year old to become an NRL player, and you know as as a young kid that that's all you want to do is is work towards your dream and then you know unfortunately we you know right sports is something that you can only have a lifetime in you know a certain amount of a period period in and um yeah, it's tough retirement's really really tough and you know the nrl are doing a, a good job i know jason nightingale over here he he does as much as he can to get all the retire old retirement uh sorry all, all the ex uh, nrl retired players together and we had a, a seminar uh just uh grand final weekend actually last year and, you know, I got to, to um, see what other players are doing. Um, there was a guy, I'm not too sure if you remember him, his name's Kurt Reynolds, he used to play for the Storm, he used to have a big beard. Yep, I um, he's really su- yeah, I remember him. He's quite successful now. He's got a, um, an app, uh, it's like an organizational app, and then obviously uh, Doug's has got the Manshake. Um So, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's a blueprint there for, you know, me um, to be able to create a bigger life now, in my football career if you know what I mean and, that, and that's my goal is to you know not like you know when in, in 20 years time you know not be remembered Louis Brown the rugby league player but Louis Brown the, the guy that has Earl's that's passed it on to his kids and, and, and it's a generational uh, business
1: Yeah, just bring. We actually, as an aside, we spoke to Mike Russell, who you won't be aware of, but he was an original Hurricane and Super Rugby and he set up the Hurricanes alumni about eight years ago and they look after past players who may fall on hard times, may have addiction issues, may have financial issues, health issues, and the former players all gather around and get support. They all volunteer and help these guys and it's really starting to make some moves. So I think it's a really important component of current, past, former players, coaches, Staff of these organisations, so it sounds like the NRL doing a good job of that. With that you touch on uh, the other thing, Louis. Um, so well done on your on your career. I, I, that just that just warms me up. I love it. Um, <laughs> news that the uh, French Rugby League have said we can't host the Rugby League World Cup in two years. We're out. Um, And our first hour, I asked people, do you care about the Rugby League World Cup? I'm going to put my hand up and say, I love New Zealand taking part in any World Cup, any World Championship. I don't care how big the sport is. Black jersey, silver fern... I'm there watching whether it's dominoes or canoeing or rock climbing. I love the Rugby League World Cup and I'd like us to have a crack at hosting it. A listener texted in and said, let's have a couple of the group games in Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, make it a South Pacific Festival of Rugby League. Where does it sit on your calendar, a Rugby League World Cup?
0: I think, um, you know, for me, Steph, like, I I wasn't fortunate enough to represent the Kiwis at at a World Cup, uh, but when I did represent the Kiwis um, in the four nations, yeah, I, was, I was fortunate enough in 2010 and 2014 uh, to be able to have that tournament within New Zealand and Australia. And hands down, it's, it, it was easily one of the best tours of my life. Um, you know, we got to bring grassroots, uh, you know, international rugby league back to grassroots areas in New Zealand. We got to play in Christchurch. We got to play in Whangarei. Um, we got, you know, obviously in Wellington, um, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, at that time of year too, Staff, it's it's starting to warm up and and you get this good 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 like good display of footy. You know, you've got the NRL players that have just finished their season, you know, they've got the pommies that are just coming off off the end of their season. So everyone's sort of at the peak of their powers, their skill levels are great. And then the weather makes a huge difference. It's it's free flying rugby league and you get some of these great, great, great games and you know, you mentioned, you know, the South Pacific, you know, they've you know, they've probably been the talking point of, of International Rugby League since Jason Tamalolo made the, the switch. Mm. You know, he's he's really, 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 really changed the, the landscape of International Rugby League. So I think it is really important, and I, I'd love to see it, mate. I'd love to see the World Cup uh, be played uh, across New Zealand, Australia, Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, and even Papua New Guinea. You know, we know how mad they are up mm. there about their rugby league. And, you know, like, we we talk about improving things. How How do we... How do we make how do we make the rugby league World Cup more important more prestigious more something that you want to play for and I think you know you, you you've just shown the blueprint there, and that's take it to these these you know these these south pacific areas that you know are, are great places that who who breed these athletes that are you know a big part of our game and, and and i and I think you know i'd love to see new zealand rugby league australia uh australia rugby league and um you know the 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 smaller Well, not they're not even tier two nations anymore, Tonga and Samoa and that, you know, Fiji. You know, I'd love to see them all get together and bring it back down here.
1: Because my observation is, and I mentioned it in the last hour, the pinnacle of rugby league for Australian rugby league players is the state of origin. Now, I don't care. I don't care if that's their pinnacle. Our pinnacle is the Rugby League World Cup. Now, you put the Warriors jersey on 84 times. You put the Panthers jersey on 66 times. You put the Seagulls jersey on 50 times. What's the difference between pulling on that jersey, running on the field, and pulling on the New Zealand jersey and running on the field?
0: Oh, for me, Stafford, for me, uh, I probably shouldn't say this, but when I was a young kid, I wanted to play for Queensland. That was my team. That, yep. that I wanted to play state of origin. And then, you know, as you grow up, you, you learn about your heritage and, 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 and stuff like that. And um, for me, the Kiwis, I was always wanted to play for the Kiwis, not the All Blacks, and for me, um, that was the pinnacle. That was that was the uh, the top of the mountain for me, you know. And and I got to not only pull on the jumper, but I got to pull on the jumper I get, with with like some of the, the 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 best New Zealand rugby league players that have ever been, you know, Benji Marshall, or Higher. you know, players like that, you know, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, you know, Sean Johnson, people like that. And mm. you know, for me to be able to actually go through the age grades of not making any New Zealand rugby league teams, but then make the New Zealand rugby league team when I'm an adult. Um, it was something really, really surreal for me. And that's, you know, for me running out, getting your name called in that 17 to play, you know, whether it's, you know, a round robin game or a finals game, um, you know, putting on that black jumper um, and seeing your number on there. And then also, you know, the, the national anthem and the hucker, um, you know, it's something that you can't, you can't really put into words. It's, it's a bit, it's really, really surreal and it's something I miss. It's something I really, really miss is going into Kiwis camp, and, you know, we talk about bringing the World Cup down here. I know that the Kiwi boys love, you know, being able to play in front of their family, and, you know, you know, not just, you know, the close family, but extended family. We know how many cousins we all have here here in New Zealand that love rugby league, and, you know, even though New Zealand's a massive rugby country, you know, deep down, all the rugby people, you know, they've got a soft spot for rugby league, and I think, you know, if we can get the World Cup down here, um, you know, and, and with all the young talent coming through, uh, I think, you know, it's just a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, I do too. And, and I continually say, like, it's not the pinnacle for Australia. But I tell you what, if they go three or four World Cups and don't win it, and there's a Tonga have a win and New Zealand have a win and England have a win, the ARL are going to have to say, look, we're ranked fourth in the world and we don't like that. Maybe we knew, need to put it up our rankings in importance of games of rugby league. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think they kind of need to f- fix the rankings. Um, you know, like I think we, we, we saw. You know, it was great. You know, don't get me wrong. Like yeah, it was great. You know, the 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 I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't too happy that New Zealand didn't make the final of the last World Cup. Mm. You know, the Kiwis. But you know, um, I was so happy to see Samoa in there. But you know, to have New Zealand playing Australia in a semi final. I, I, you know, that just kind of showed me what where international rugby league was at at that time you know a couple of years ago last year of that world cup you know i think australia will rank third um going into it and you know at the end of the day like uh, i just think they need to sort those rankings out first get that right you know sort out the tears um and then you know i think we should just all commit and get together and you know and and, and not just have a rugby league world cup but just a celebration of a rugby league within australasia
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, I loved those four nations. I just thought they were brilliant. Of course, we had a win there when I think uh, Sir Peter Charles Leach was team manager and he never stops talking about the pride the pride of that. Um, what do you think about too? We had someone say we used to play Anzac tests, and I love those. I went to one at Mount Smart, uh, sorry, at North Harbour Stadium once when Darren Lockyer had a shocker, and we got the win. But you know, rugby for a long time has had the Blederslow Low Cup. Why can't we have something similar with Australia? Or do you feel this not the appetite for Australia once again because their pinnacle was Origin?
0: No, I, I I totally agree with you, Steph. Like you know, for me, I. I've debuted an Anzac test in uh, 2010 or 2011. Um, I debuted up on the Gold Coast. And that, you know, that was back in the day where you would play on a Friday night for the Kiwis and then back up for the Warriors on a Sunday. So you'd play two games in the space of three days, you know, so you're really testing your body. And, and you know, I think a lot of it now sort of comes back to that, um, you know, whether they, you know, they have the weekend off or they build like a you know, a, a buy for all teams around that Anzac period. But I would love to see that. I, I think it's awesome. I think, you know, we, it's a celebration of not only rugby league, but it's a celebration of the Anzacs. Mm. You know, it's, um, it's, you know we, we, we fought together in the war. And now we're paying respect to those people that allow us to play this beautiful game today. And, and you're so right. There's just so many, so many things that rugby league, I, I believe, you know, the magic, uh, magic Round, don't get me wrong, I think it's a fantastic idea. I love that concept. Um, I just think you know they need to, you know, try and fix up international rugby league a little bit more and, and have it more often, you know, especially at the end of the year. I, I know that at the end of this year Tonga they've chosen to, you know, they've gone, they've they've, they've chosen to go on a three uh, three tour, i sorry, a three test tour of Great Britain this year. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's, there's, there's smaller nations now taking the bigger leap to be able to go and make, you know, their their pathways a lot better. And, you know, you'll see Tonga doing that at the end of the year. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to see the Anzac test back, mate. You know, when you're involved in something like that, um, it, it means something to you. So I'd love to see that come back.
1: Yeah, and I think the NRL will explain that. <coughs> oh, look, we give you the Melbourne Warriors game, Anzac, but that's club. It's not country, um, even though we are a one-club club country I, I i sort of get that with the warriors but yeah. just when
0: ne- the thing is David, it's never it's never shared around though no you, you know we never get a we never get an anzac day test in new zealand or i uh, sorry anzac day game in new zealand like yep. it's always in melbourne like you know we we sacrificed the warriors sacrificed nearly two years away from home the least we could do is get an anzac day game at home you know what i mean it's you know it's it's i just don't I, I'd like to see it switched around a little bit more because you know Anzac Day game at home, like it, it's massive. It'd be huge. Mount Smart would be packed out. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and you know yourself on Anzac Day, how many people go to the dawn service at the Auckland Domain and and stuff like that? You know, you know leading into that, into into Mount Smart in the afternoon. You know, it's just it's just once again it's just another great event for the sport.
1: Matt, I reckon they could fill Eden Park. You could get fifty thousand to an Anzac test.
0: Oh, for sure, mate. I, I totally agree with you. Mm. I totally agree with you. I think, yeah, you know, we just need to start doing that stuff a bit more. And you know, I'd like to see the NRL give the Warriors a like. You know, I feel like they've just kind of put you know that two years on the back burner. And and you know, thank you Warriors for you know sacrificing it. But you know, it's time to time for the NRL to start scratching our backs a little bit now too.
1: Yeah, the the price they gave us was three games in eleven days against three of the top sides in the NRL. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that's
0: it, mate. As a retired player now, that that's the NRL for you, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, just you, you, before we go, Louis, we're talking to Louis Brown, former Warrior uh, amongst other teams, former Kiwi, proud Kiwi. Uh, your report card on the Warriors, I know they had three losses, but they got a nice win against the Doggies. Everyone's calling it the four-point win because we've got the buy now. We're going to Hawke's Bay next to take on the Broncos. that will have a few players taken out from Origin. Um, I'm pretty excited about the next few weeks for the Warriors.
0: Yeah, I just think you know that game against the Bulldogs on um, Friday night. Um, oh, I just I just think it just showed w- what we're made up of. This is our DNA. That game was our DNA. You know, we we we're, we're just we've finally got to the habit of just wanting to complete our sets, kick the ball long, and just give ourselves a chance to win rugby league games and put ourselves in games. And that's what Wibby's brought. He's mm. brought that. He's being with Ivan for eight years or probably even more because he was at the West Tigers with him, you know. So, And that's what Ivan's always been about. Been about. But when, we were, when I was at the Panthers and the Warriors, it was called phase one. So basically that was just to get to your kick and allow yourself, give yourself the opportunity to actually be in a game and not beat yourself. And I feel like the Warriors are over that hump at the moment where they're finally realizing that, you know, getting through your set, you know, your back five are running hard. Everyone's pushing around the ball. Sean's kicking into space, and it's given him every opportunity. You know, our completion rates, I think we have best completion rates in the whole NRL. You know, once upon a time, you know, we would struggle to, you know, complete 50%, 60%. And we're just giving ourselves opportunities, and you can just see the the extra oomph all the players are putting into it, you know. And the way that Webby's also kind of made up that attacking progress through the middle, you know, where he's got, you know... Um, you know, someone on the right linking to the middle, where it's, whether it's Dylan Walker or Tahu, and then you've got Adam Fenua Blake, you know, punching that line, Sean at the back of that, you know, and h- half the time, Adam's, Adam's getting through because, you know, this, the, the the presence of Sean at the back and the ball-playing ability of Tahu and Dylan Walker, you know, I think we're playing great footy at the moment. We've got our DNA, and we have a backbone, and I'm just so proud of the boys, and I'm I'm just really proud for the club, It's been a rough 10 years. It has, you know. um, And, and, you know, getting Rodge back next year is going to be awesome, too. Um, And I I just think, you know, the next month of footy for the Warriors is, you know, I think there's a few teams that are coming that are looking looking at that draw going, oh, damn, we do have some origin players out. It's not going to be easy. You know, going to the Hawks Bay. you know, once again, it's a it's a great spectacle for rugby league taking the Broncos there, and I think you know we're going to have a great opportunity against the Broncos, and you know make up some ground, and you know who knows, we 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 might be on twenty points before you know before July, and that you know that's probably the first time that's happened in a long time. Mm.
1: Louis always love chatting to your buddy. Uh, listeners, earlscollection.com. If you want to look Mickey out there in the street, get amongst <laughs> it, go and have a look. Uh, Champion Louis, thanks heaps for your time.
0: Thanks, Seth, mate. You're a legend, mate. You're always a legend. Thanks, buddy.
1: Cheers, buddy. There he is, Louis Brown. Earlscollection.com. That's where you go to get the, uh, just go and have a look. Have a look at what he's doing now. Really proud of what he's achieved post-career. We'll take a break and we'll come back.